on to the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Jojo G, success coach and multi-passionate creative. If your goal is to create a business and life from your passions, plural, this show is for you. Join me every week to learn the mindset shifts, business strategies and creative habits that empower you to fulfill your calling, master your mindset and blast through the limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and broke so you can build a thriving business from your passions and enjoy more freedom and abundance in your life. Remember, the world needs all your gifts, not just one. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Within podcast. Today we are talking about one of the biggest mindset blocks that holds women back from promoting their business and sometimes even holds them back from starting a business from their passions at all and that's imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is the belief that you are not good enough, competent enough or qualified enough in what you do, despite evidence to the contrary. When you have imposter syndrome, you attribute all your successes and achievements to luck. They're simply flukes, and so you fear being exposed as a fraud. And this fear stops you from taking action. It stops you from being visible in your business, from seeking opportunities to be on podcasts, to appear in the media, to network with other influencers. It keeps you playing small, implementing only the strategies that allow you to stay hidden. Or if you already have a podcast or are doing videos, you don't promote them as much as you could, limiting their reach and how many people see them. Is this true for you? I know this has been true for me for many years. Even though I've been an entrepreneur for more than a decade, and built a successful skincare coaching business that at its height generated consistent 10k months and then pivoted into success coaching for multi-passionates. It was only in the past couple of years that I started to see myself as a proper entrepreneur. I grew up with this image of an entrepreneur as an old man in a polished tailor suit carrying a fancy briefcase and spending all his time in meetings making deals with other entrepreneurs. And here I was, a young woman blogging and having consultations with clients from my bedroom at home wearing some old but comfortable jean clothes and having lunch at my desk. That didn't match my idea of what an entrepreneur looked like. And so no matter how many clients gave me rain testimonials, no matter how much money I was making or all the courses that I was taking to structure my business for more growth, I was sure all my success was down to luck, it was a fluke, and one day someone will call me out and expose me as a fraud. Have you ever felt like this too? It's a common feeling for multi-passionates. We live in a world of specialists where we're constantly told to niche down and pick one thing to do forever. When you're multi-passionate, you can't do that. You are a generalist, you have many passions you've explored over the years, you know a little about a lot of subjects, you picked up lots of different skills, but 
you never worked at something for the 10,000 hours they say it takes to become a master. You go bored way before the number. And so instead of praising this versatility, this breadth of knowledge, you are told it's a liability. There's even an expression for this, jack of all trades, master of none. And it implies that if you are skilled in different fields, then you are not really skilled in any of them. You are not, and you will never be as good as a specialist. And so who are you to turn that passion into business to make money from the skill? This is such a limiting view about people's potential because qualifications, technical training, and how I spent honing your craft matter, but they are not the only things that matter. What about creativity? What about passion? Just think about shows like The X Factor. It's rarely the singer with the best technical training that moves audiences and wins the competition. It's usually the singer who's a bit rough around the edges, who doesn't have the best vocal training, but has passion, has charisma, has that ability to make you feel the emotions in the song that people love. You don't care if they don't hit a note right, because their performance makes you feel something. The same is true for you. You don't need to be the best or the most skilled. You just have to be good enough and passionate enough about what you do to be able to help your clients. There's someone out there who needs to hear your message from you, who needs someone with the exact mix of gifts you have, and it's your duty to help them. If you let imposter syndrome hold you back, your clients lose out because they won't get the help they need, the help that only you can provide. And you lose out because you don't get to do work you love. And the fulfillment that comes from that. And your family and friends lose out because you feel frustrated and unhappy. And that's how you show up in your relationships too. We all lose out when you let imposter syndrome win. It's easy to think that to stop feeling like a fraud, you need one more qualification, you need to make more money in your business, you need to work with more clients. As you become more skilled and successful, imposter syndrome will disappear, right? That's not the case. Imposter syndrome validates all your accomplishments so that you never feel good enough. Even celebrities like Mary Streep, one of the best actresses in the world, has gone on record to say that despite all her successes, she still doesn't understand why people like to see her in movies. She literally said, I don't know how to act anyway, so why am I doing this? Isn't that crazy? It's also liberating because if they like so Mary Streep, who are the best in the field, feel like an imposter, then it means that what you're feeling isn't the truth. Don't get me wrong, imposter syndrome is real. You are really feeling like a fraud. But imposter syndrome is a liar because it tells you something that's not true. 
Literally everyone is feeling like a fraud at times. It's part of the human experience and it says nothing about you and your abilities. And if you're not convinced, if there's still a part of you who still wonders, but what imposter syndrome is true in my case? Well, the fact that you feel like a fraud means that you are not a fraud. Let me say that again. The fact that you feel like a fraud means you are not a fraud. Real frauds, scammers, they don't worry about being frauds. They know the scammers and all they're thinking about is how they can take advantage of people. The fact you feel like a fraud means that you care about people. It means that you don't want to take advantage of anyone and that means you are not a fraud. So now you know that you are not a fraud. How do you overcome imposter syndrome? Here are a few things you can do when it shows up and it will show up. The first step is to uncover the belief that makes you feel like a fraud. For me, it was the belief that a real entrepreneur wore a suit and went to an office every day to make deals with other entrepreneurs. For you, it may be the lack of a degree, or maybe you've already done something as a hobby and now you feel weird asking people to pay you for it. What's the reason why you feel like an imposter? Imposter syndrome is a catch-all term, but when you get specific and uncover the belief behind it, then you can start to dismantle it. Once you know what belief is driving your imposter syndrome, The second step is to examine the evidence and I want you to be your own devil's advocate here. I want you to look for tangible proof that this belief that you just uncovered is bullshit. So write down your belief in a journal and then list all the reasons why it's not true. Think about the clients you helped and they've given you great testimonials. The official qualifications like a college degree and the unofficial qualifications like an online course on Udemy. Think about the skills that you have developed on the field, the project that you finished, the compliments you received, the results you got in your life and that you have helped other people achieve because of your skill and expertise. Throw everything, everything at it and you'll be positively surprised to find out that you have way more experience and qualifications than you give yourself credit for. The last step of this journaling exercise is to reframe the belief and turn it into a positive affirmation. The trick here is to come up with a statement that your brain believes. If your negative belief is that you are not a great coach because you didn't work with many clients yet, then telling yourself that you are an amazing coach, even though I'm sure you are an amazing coach, it won't work. Your brain won't buy into that yet. A better frame is I'm becoming better and better at coaching every day, or I'm learning how to become a better coach every day. This is a true positive statement that your brain can and will believe. Another tip is to use the present tense for your affirmation because that keeps you grounded in the moment 
and sends the message to your brain that what you're affirming is true now, not something that will be true one day. Another habit that has helped me overcome imposter syndrome is to celebrate every success, however big or small. I used to be very bad at this and celebrate only the big wins. For example, a couple of years ago, when I was still running my skincare coaching business full time, I published a book about skincare. It's called Skincare That Works and you can see again it at Amazon in case you're interested. Shameless plug there. But I'm aggressive. It took me months to write the book, edit it and format it for Kindle. It was a big project. And when launch day finally came, I was so excited to share it with the world. When I got the email from Amazon that my book was live on the site and people could buy it, I was over the moon. I started dancing around, jumping up and down, I couldn't stop smiling. That night, I went out with my partner to one of my favorite Italian restaurants here in London to celebrate the launch. I felt amazing that day. That excitement, it's indescribable. The next morning, the excitement was completely gone. I woke up feeling so deflated compared to the day before. Now that the book was launched, my brain had already moved on to the next project, and I didn't understand that. Shouldn't I have felt the excitement for a while longer? And then, a few months ago, my coach Emily Williams said something that stuck with me. She said, when you don't celebrate your accomplishments, your brain downplays them. It makes sense. Writing a book, just like starting a business or any other big project, is a long process. It takes months of writing, editing, figuring out solutions to all the things that go wrong along the way. If you plow through all that and wait until the work is completely done to celebrate, your mind will think, is this it? Is this it? This one dinner is all I get for all those months of hard work, sweat and tears? The reward doesn't match the size of the achievement. And so your brain downplays it. It treats it like you've done nothing special. And that can lead to imposter syndrome. Now, imagine celebrating every small step along the way. You celebrate every time you finish a chapter, you celebrate when you finish the first round of editing, you celebrate formatting the book for Kindle. You get the idea. You don't have to go to dinner at a fancy restaurant every time, unless you want, of course. You can just buy yourself flowers or have a bubble bath or take some me time. The important thing is that you celebrate every step. That sends your brain the message that there's something worth celebrating, that you have accomplished another goal, that you have accomplished another goal, that you are capable of achieving your dreams. The more you celebrate, the more you build confidence in yourself and your abilities. I hope you found this episode helpful and that uh, you have the tools now to tackle imposter syndrome when it comes up. Remember that imposter syndrome is universal, everyone experiences it, and it has nothing to do with your abilities. So whenever the fear of being a fraud comes up, uncover a specific belief that triggers it, find evidence that the belief is not true, and reframe it into a positive one.
and celebrate all your successes, the big ones and the small ones, as that helps you acknowledge your accomplishments and build confidence in yourself and your abilities. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and a review. It means the world to me and it helps the podcast get found by other multi-passionates who need to hear this message too. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you all so much and I look forward to talking with you in the next episode. Remember, the world needs all your gifts, not just one. Bye for now. Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at a snail's pace. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and burned out. Do you ever feel like that? It wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of self-sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. In my case, I had a massive fear that if I became more successful than my family, my friends and my partner, they would allow me anymore and they leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. And yet, the fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months. And my loved one didn't leave me. If you two are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do and are afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe Deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious is like driving a car with a brake on. No matter how hard you try, you're going to stay stuck where you are. If you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now, You must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, 
you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know deep down that healing those limiting beliefs and old stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. And if we both feel it's a fit, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial allocation and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures. It's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These one-on-one calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today.